Hundreds of rockets have been fired into Israel. An Israeli airstrike kills Islamic Jihad rocket commander. Are we gearing up for World War III or peace? And what's happening with Title 42 and the U.S. border? All of this and more today on the End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you have joined us today. Give us a call. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Today we're talking about Biden's border clashes. But before we get into that, I do want to remind you that now available for pre-order is the Understanding the End Time series. It explains the prophecies of the Bible in a way that anyone can understand it. So go to endtime.com slash abc or call 800-END-TIME to pre-order today and get over $350 in bonus content. There's three things that you can pre-order there. You can get the DVD series, the book, or the DVD series and the book. So when you pre-order, we're going to throw in a bunch of bonus items, including a group VIP video call with Dave Robbins. So pre-order today and be one of the first ones to receive our brand new foundational series when it ships in June. Go to endtime.com slash ABC or call 800-END-TIME today. Doug, you've already watched several of these episodes from Understanding the End Time, correct? Yes, that's correct. How are you feeling about it? Oh, I'm loving it, Vince. It's been really good, uh, especially the parts where we incorporate Brother Baxter into it. and bring. you saying, like, get Dave out of there. You really like those parts? Is that what you're <laughs> No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm you saying and Dave is are like brothers, so you never know what you're joking about. <laughs> no, Dave's done an excellent job, and one of the things he's done is he's come back and put some really relevant uh, information in there to the times that we're in right now and, and updated that information, mm-hmm. but he still brings in Irvin Baxter to talk about the prophecies that were revealed personally to him through God, and so it's really neat, and I, everybody is loving it, Vince. I'm, I'm not kidding. I've said after every video, they, they're applauding the video. Mm-hmm. That's how much they're enjoying it. So we're running about 34 people every week when we come together. And even last week, we had bad storms come through, and people were worried about coming in. We still had a packed class. And uh, Dave actually poked his head in the door, but I didn't get to see him do that. And so... Um, I wish I would have seen that because, like you, the night you came into the class and everybody got to meet you, it would have been cool for them to get to see Dave. But uh, anyway, the the lessons are amazing. Tonight we're on lesson six already. Can you believe that, that we're already at lesson six? That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that tonight. Now, it's it's, it's only fun. available for pre-order, so what are you even talking about? Because it sounds like you're watching them already. Yeah, absolutely, because I am you know privileged to be able to work here, so I get them before they actually... Are released, and so we actually started this class what about two weeks before they started coming out mm-hmm. each week on End Time Plus, and so it's it's really been neat, and everybody's been excited about that because you do kind of feel like, hey, we're getting in on, you know, a little secret here and getting to see these before everybody else gets to see them. So I think it makes them excited too. Yeah, due to duplication time and such, the the physical products not available yet. However, Doug is uh, Doug and Tina are hosting a Bible study a group Bible study here at End Time. You can go to endtime.com slash Plano. It's not too late to sign up for that. But they are hosting that and showing the episodes from Understanding the End Time. But they're also releasing on End Time Plus. So you can go to endtime.com slash new. And if you're an End Time Plus subscriber already, there's already several episodes that are listed there and they release 
new episodes every single Sunday. So be sure to go to endtime.com slash new and access those videos that are being released there um, immediately. You can, you can binge watch all of them right now if you'd like, endtime.com slash new, and you can sign up for a free trial if you're not already a subscriber. All right, Doug, so what does understanding the end time have to say about the border crisis that's happening? There's actually several border crises that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. This is not just about the U.S.-Mexico border crisis. Right. This is about more than that. And so mm-hmm. what does understanding the end time have to say about borders, I guess, in general? Let's start there. Well, you know, in general, it's, it's a, uh, an agenda of the world government. The U.N. has, you know, everybody has heard about Agenda 2030. We talk about mm-hmm. that a lot here. But that's one of the things they want is open borders because they want everybody to be global citizens. They don't want you to be part of uh, individual government. They want you to be, all be part of the single government and not have uh, nation states. And so uh, that's really where this move is coming from. We know that Joe Biden is very much a globalist, Vince, and we know that he has our borders wide open right now. We're going to talk about that, uh, and we're going to uh, even show some video on some of that. We've got this great background today showing the border wall there that um, you know we have along our border here. But we have thousands and thousands of people coming in here every day. And the president himself said, uh, I believe just yesterday, that when... Uh, this uh, Article 42 goes out uh, tonight at midnight that uh, we're going to have mass chaos down on the border. Uh, People have been trying to tell President Biden that there's mass chaos on the border for two years now. And it's the reason why we needed the wall to begin with. So anyway, it's very interesting that now he's admitting that there's chaos on the border. Do you have any border connections at all? I know that uh, you actually have family that lives on the border, is that correct? They're really close, about 20 to 30 minutes away from uh, the border there. And Las Flores is the town that borders their area. And so, you know, they deal with it all the time on a, on a, a daily basis. My, my wife's parents lived down there for many years, uh, and they had trouble getting, you know, Medicare and things like that to take care of them. But you would have illegals coming over into our country that would receive all these free things all the time. And they got all this free medical. And that would drive Tina's parents crazy because they're like, you know, we've worked in this country our whole life, but yet we can't afford, you know, medical expenses. Uh, so it's just one of those things. But, yeah, they've dealt with this on different levels. And now it's getting dangerous in those areas because... There's even in El Paso, there's even been some uh, gunfire exchange between the cartels and some of the ranchers and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's getting more and more dangerous as we speak. Luckily, our governor here in Texas has initiated the uh, Texas National Guard to go down and patrol that border and help keep control in Texas. So at least Governor Abbott is trying to do something about it here in, in Texas. All right, well, we are taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear your perspective. Now, Doug, you said that uh, open borders was a world government issue. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Well, it's just all part of what they want to erase borders and, like I said, just have everybody answer to one global authority, and that would be their 
uh, one world government. We know that this is in the Bible. We know it's in Revelation chapter 13. We'll talk about that a little bit more later too. But this, this whole thing is about opening these borders up and everyone being global citizens. That's what they call it. So it's all part of Agenda 2030. And the, the reason why we're talking about Israel at the beginning of this today is because of the fact that we're getting ready to go to Israel next Tuesday. We're leaving with a group of 80 people, and I've had many people reach out to me because of the things that are happening in Israel right now. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit, show some footage from there, and then maybe show a map and let everybody kind of see where this is actually taking place as opposed to where we're going to be. So you're leaving next week? Yes. That means... That means you're solo. What? I got to do the show by myself? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my work. Cut, cut. No. Um, yeah, we're going to miss you, Doug, but you're going to send some videos in, right? And That's we'll, the plan. And we'll at least get to get some updates from you and Dave while you guys are in Israel. Yeah, absolutely. That's the plan. We want to do that and let everybody see how everything's going here while we're All right. Well, we will be right back after this break. They better understand what is taking place. We'll instruct many. Except a man is born again. He can't enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 Intime. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1 800 End Time or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Hey, we're from the way of open lines at 877 Today we're talking about Biden's border clashes. There's hundreds of rockets that's been fired into Israel. Uh, there's been an Israeli airstrike that killed an Islamic Jihad rocket commander. And we're wondering, are we gearing up for World War III or peace? Both things keep getting talked about. Mm-hmm. But people are behaving differently, Doug. It's, it's quite interesting. They'll talk about peace, then they'll act in a different way. Or sometimes they act peaceful and talk about war. So it's kind of yeah. confusing, but we're going to see what the Bible has to say about that. Hopefully provide some clarity. And then this Title 42 situation... I know a lot of people are wanting to know about that. And as you said before yeah. the break, this is a Bible prophecy issue because 
why is that again? Um, the Bible prophesies that there's a world government coming, mm-hmm. and that really they don't want borders. They That's want right. to be. I guess the beast is that there's one beast now. There's not a separation between the beasts anymore that represent kings or kingdoms. Right. And so we aren't surprised by border crisis. We're not at all. And, and Vince, it's not just the UN that's talking about this. It's, you know, Klaus Schwab and the WEF and all the branches of the UN and even the EU have talked about these things and how uh, there needs to be uh, open borders. And the the crazy thing about it is it's, also, the Vatican, we've heard the Pope talk about how we've got to make it an equal uh, playing field all the way across for everyone involved. You know, And that's what they're saying. Uh, this is the way you do this. You bring everybody in, and it's the first step to socialism. So we'll get into that a little bit more later on in the program. But you know, the big story right now that I'm getting a lot of questions about is Israel and what's going on there uh, with the rocket fire coming from Gaza. And so uh, it's... It's one of those things I wanted to address because there's people that are worried about us, you know, and they're asking, are y'all still going to Israel? And we're definitely still going to go to Israel. Uh, for one thing, we talk about faith here a lot, Vince. And, uh, you know, we we uh, walk by faith and, and we believe that God's mm-hmm. going to take care of us. And so for us to say, oh, well, they're firing rockets, we can't go to Israel. For one thing, we're not going to do that. We're, we're going to go and believe that God's going to protect us and protect our group. And we believe that without a shadow of a doubt. Amen. Uh, but, you know, there, I also wanted to let everybody see where this is really happening. And, uh, you know, we've got a picture that we can put up that shows a map of Israel there. And I'll just kind of explain this because we're going to show a report from CNN in a minute that's going to show some things. But well, if you, and remember, Doug, there's a lot of people watching on their radio that can't see yeah, this. Yeah, and so if, if you're watching, I'll try to talk you through it, and, or if you're listening, I'll talk you through this. But if you're watching, you can see this map. There you see uh, Jerusalem is really located uh, more really to the east of Israel. It's, it's along the West Bank in that area. It's closer to the West Bank. Uh, but it's it's centralized, but a little east of central there in Israel. And then you got Tel Aviv uh, that is... Pretty much, I guess, due northwest from uh, Jerusalem. And it's on the coastline. It's there by the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, But then you go hundreds of miles down there to the Gaza Strip. And Gaza is where these missiles are coming from, Vince. And they're on the lower half of Israel, down in the southern portion of Israel. Not the tip of it, but they're down along the border of Egypt. Uh, And they're also on the Mediterranean side. So they have been launching these missiles. A lot of these miss- missiles are going into south uh, Israel, not even close to Jerusalem. They can't even get those rockets to go there. Some of these have just crashed in the sea because they're not really good at navigating these things. And then there's been times, Vince, where we have reports from uh, Palestinian soldiers that say that Israel's God protected them from the missiles because they would watch these missiles go up and it looked like they were going to go on target and then all of a sudden they just go off target. And so, uh, you know, they've even said from their own mouths, Israel's God protects them uh, from our attacks. But then you throw in what Israel has. They have the uh, Iron Dome that protects them. And we showed video, um, what was it now, I guess a couple years ago now, when they had the... uh, the outbreak again where they had this this big fight between Gaza and Israel and they were having this uh, these missiles come in and we showed footage of the Iron Dome actually taking these missiles down. Uh, it's quite fascinating to see 
And now they've even gotten David's sling uh, involved in it, and they said that it's been very successful. So they've shot down more than half of these rockets that were coming into Israeli territory. The other half, like I said, were falling harmlessly on areas that weren't populated or in the ocean. They weren't even coming close to the target. But when they get to areas where uh, the Iron Dome is and where Davis Sling is able to be used, they're blowing these things out of the sky. So there, there's been a few that's gotten through and done some things, but no, nobody's really been hurt by it. But Israel is definitely inflicting more uh, pain to the Gaza area through airstrikes and, and drone strikes and things like that. Um, so I heard y- that that David Sling... Uh, that you just mentioned, it was yeah. used for the very first time yeah. in Israel's history. Yes, and they said it was very effective. So, so does that mean it. that it's intensifying to the point where they had to use it, or they just decided to use it? I don't know. When I looked up information on it today and tried to find more information about it, they didn't give you a lot of information, and I think there's probably a reason behind that. Uh, they just said that it was very successful. So they didn't say why they engaged that or, uh, you know, if it's located in a certain area, and that's why they used it, they didn't give you a lot of information. But one of the things we know about this too, Vince, and, and it's something that's important to understand, is Iran is behind this. And so uh, remember, we talked about this a, a few weeks ago when we talked about the threats that Iran was making to the United States and to Israel. And they, they do this over and over and over mm-hmm. again. But now, because of what they've been able to do, and they're increasing their uranium, that's why they've got so many people on edge and worried about these things. But they're the ones that have been delivering these weapons into the hands of Hamas and um, these uh, Islamic jihadists that are, you know, terrorists there. But there was an article that we actually have in one of those videos we were talking about a while ago that Dave uh, found, and it's in our World War III video that we did. It's like lesson, I think it's lesson four. And, uh, and the article itself actually said we're actually at war right now uh, but it's a different war than we've ever been in. It's an information war. It's a uh, cyber war. It's a uh, narco war, which is narcotics being brought in and things like that. These are also the things that are happening at our border, the narcotics war and things like that. It's a form of terrorism. So we see because of what's going on and uh, the lack of uh, you know authority to lock them down like they were locked down before, it kind of put a cap on some of this. Well, now they've been able to... Uh, you know, begin to do these attacks again, and we're starting to see it intensify there. Um, we have a video. I don't know. Are you ready to I'm, see the I'm video? I'm ready when you are. Okay, we've got a video from uh, CNN that kind of shows us a little bit. It's an interesting video, and they'll talk more about it. They're going to show Tel Aviv here, and they're going to show some folks running from the beach. Uh, but you got to understand, this is a, a big area. Tel Aviv is a big area. So let's just watch this. After the tense quiet... The expected storm. Palestinian militants firing hundreds of rockets from Gaza towards Israel starting Wednesday afternoon. Reaching as far deep as Tel Aviv, sending beachgoers running for cover. Much of the barrage, though, focused on southern Israel. A seemingly delayed response by the militants to Israel killing three top Islamic Jihad commanders early Tuesday morning. In Gaza, meanwhile, the casualties mounting. One child among those killed Wednesday. Israel carrying out additional airstrikes targeting, it says, dozens of rocket launchers, weapon sites and more belonging to the Iranian-backed Islamic Jihad. 
Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu warning that the campaign will continue. We say to the terrorists and their enablers, we see you everywhere. You cannot hide. And we choose the place and the time to hit you. We and not you. Hamas standing alongside the Islamic Jihad, vowing unity in their response. As news of a possible Egyptian-brokered ceasefire swirled in the evening, only to be met with more rocket barrages in Israel and more airstrikes in Gaza. The possibility of quiet slipping into the night. Important for us to remember to pray for Jerusalem, pray for Israel. So if you're on board with us on that, be sure to comment right now. Pray for Israel and let everybody know that you are supporting the nation of Israel with your prayer. So do that right now. Pray for Israel, whether on YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. By the way, if you want um, less censorship or really no censorship at all, and you want to be on social media, go to Rumble. Otherwise, you can watch us on End Time Plus at watch.endtime.com. Now, Doug, um, we just watched... Uh, clips of rockets coming into Israel where you are flying into. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that was, ex- was that specifically Tel Aviv in some of those clips? Yeah, that footage there, the people running from the beach, that was actually Tel Aviv, but Tel Aviv was not hit. It, it had some missiles that came close and they had the sirens going off and everybody kind of ran. But the um, ones where we saw uh, rockets in the air, yeah, that was not Tel Aviv. I'm not sure if that was Tel Aviv or not. Okay. I mean, they could be firing. The airport is that there. Are, that are is getting why I close. It. Yeah, but they're being shot down well far away from the airport. Yeah. We've been there before, uh, and you've been there before when yes. there's been skirmishes going on like that. Right. Uh, I was there a month, actually three weeks before the uprising in Egypt. We mm-hmm. were in Egypt, and just uh, three weeks after I left, the that Arab uprising Spring happened. started, huh? Ooh, that was wild. Yeah. We got out and, in the nick of time. And, I mean, the last time uh, that they had a huge, uh, I, I can't remember what, what they call their little skirmishes that they had. In, in, in Fada, is that what it's called? I don't know. Anyway, they had this skirmish there in Bethlehem. And Brother Baxter and the group was there after this had happened. And they recalled seeing, like, bullet holes and things like that. And there were... Palestinian kids throwing rocks at the bus and stuff like that. So they've had things like that happen. When we were there in 2017, it was during some of the uh, Syrian war, the uh, Syrian civil war, and we were watching bombs going off from the Golan Heights. We were watching the smoke rise up. You could hear machine gun fire and things like that. We were never in danger. We won't be in danger this time. Uh, Israel's very good about taking care of uh, the people that come in that area, and if there's a dangerous place, if there's something going on, they will just avoid that area and not take you there. So, it, nobody, would you, would you, as far as safety is concerned, would you rather be in um, downtown Chicago or Jerusalem? Well, you know, I would rather be in Jerusalem, and I, right now you could say, would I rather be down on one of the border towns or Jerusalem? And I'll say Jerusalem because I'm telling you, it's How like about a, South Dallas or yeah, Jerusalem. Yeah, I mean. It, it's safer in Jerusalem. I mean, it really is. It's going to be a great trip, and we're going to have fun. But I just wanted to kind of show everybody, yes, these things are going on. They'll be going on for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're going to go on until we get that peace agreement. But it is, like you talked about before, it's very uh, 
it's it's very prophetic of some of the things that are going on. We do see, you know, implications that there could be a third world war eventually started in that area. Iran, very much a part of what's going on in, in Israel. Uh, like you heard Netanyahu say in the video there, we know where you terrorists are. We know where you are hiding. You can't hide from us. And we're going to shut this down is basically what he's saying. And they know who's behind it. They know Iran's behind it. So knowing that there's a third world war coming, we also know that there's a peace agreement coming. And right now, when you look at this, it looks like we're a whole lot closer to a world war than we are a peace agreement. Because, you know, actually, Islam could fill the army of the 200 million man. We talk about China a lot because they boasted they can field an army of 200 million. But Islam could also do that. And with Iran being like the the pushing force behind this, they've they've armed Hamas and these other terrorist organizations. And they've allowed this to... to happen more and more. Dave talked about it a little bit yesterday on his program about how they're surrounded by their enemies and they call it the ring of fire. And uh, the thing about that is they've always been surrounded by their enemies and God's always protected Israel. Uh, You think back to, we talked a few weeks ago about their uh, 75th anniversary and how they were surrounded by their enemies, but their enemies couldn't defeat them and they, you know, continued to rise up. God made a promise to them and he promised that once he established that nation again, that it would never leave the land of Israel. And so uh, they're going to be there till Jesus comes back, folks. So we're going to go see them next Tuesday. And Absolutely. I'm excited about it. Now, Doug, there's been a lot of doors that have opened, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, our tour is going to be going to the Jewish agency who we're partnered up with yeah. um, to help Jews make Aliyah and, and move from, you know, perhaps uh, if they live in Europe or... Um, Sometimes it's an Islamic-controlled country. Mm-hmm. When um, the um, the earthquake happened in Turkey, we helped a yes. plane load of Turkey, uh, a Jew- Jewish people who live in Turkey, um, get the back Ukraine. to Israel. Ukraine, we've helped. So there's mm-hmm. been a number of things that we've assisted on there in partnership with the Jewish agency. Our tour is actually going to get to go to the Jewish agency for the very first time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, Doug, so I might be revealing a, a surprise. <laughs> We're going to get to go to the Christian portion of the Jewish agency. Ah. So inside of their office building, they have, a, I guess, like a, a worship area and like a conference room. Mm-hmm. In that conference room, there is... One Christian ministry listed on a plaque on the wall with one Christian minister. It happens to be End Time Ministries in honor of Irvin Baxter. Yes. And so for the very first time, we're actually going to get to see that plaque on the wall. That's really cool. In the Jewish agency in Israel. And that is because we have incredible partners who have been so generous over the years to help support the Jewish people Mm -hmm. from around the world not only make Aliyah, but a number of different humanitarian efforts that we've participated in. The latest thing that we've talked about, Doug, is Warn the Jews, yeah. which you can go watch that video at endtime.com slash new. I'm sure you've noticed by now, if you're watching, that Doug and I have stickers on our laptop, which are Warn the Jews stickers. Those are only available at warnthejews.com, Doug. Mm-hmm. So if you want a Warn the Jews sticker like we have on our laptops, go to warnthejews.com and uh, see how you can participate in that. There are also tumblers there, and we're doing all sorts of efforts to help reach the Jewish people, to help reach Israel, um, and really anyone that's in Israel. Uh, there's some things I can't say on the air, Doug, right. but uh, people would be surprised by the Spanish reach that's happening in Israel. People would be surprised yeah. by the Filipino reach that's happening in Israel. And so 
There's a lot of great things that the Lord is doing, and we are rejoicing with our brothers and sisters in Israel and doing whatever we can to um, reach more people and tell them about what God is doing in these end times. We are taking your calls momentarily. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're talking about Biden's border clashes today. Not only is there a clash happening at the U.S.-Mexico border, but also in Israel there's some border stuff happening. And so we are looking at these two uh, situations and talking about what the Bible says is coming next. Is it going to be World War III? Is it going to be peace? Well, that's what we're checking out. We've shown you some clips so far. We left off telling you about the doors that God has been opening in Israel. One last thing I want to leave you with there is not only are we visiting the Jewish agency when our group tours there next week, but one of our, what we have to call Doug, representatives, we have to say that because of some... some um, Oh, how do I say it without getting us in trouble, Doug? Not from censorship, but in Israel, you're not allowed to proselytize is what uh, the law is. And so if you are uh, proselytizing, trying to convert people to Christianity or whatever other religion, you can get kicked out of the country. And so we have some folks that are there that talk about Bible prophecy. They, They have groups where they gather and talk about the Bible. And uh, sometimes they swim in the Jordan River, Doug. So... You can put the pieces together. Um, nonetheless, <laughs> I like it. Um, they have requested some material from us, some magazines, so they can share them around the uh, nation of Israel. And like I told you on the other side of the break, um, the, we have several Spanish-speaking connections there, Filipino connections, of course, Jewish connections, and even Arab connections. And so we are there trying to connect with whoever. Um, is hungry to learn more about the Word of God. And so they are asking for our magazine, and it just so happens that the issue for End Time Magazine that's available right now is 
warn the Jews. All right. And so real big on the cover, you've got this sticker that we have on our laptops, a big yellow star that's giving a nod to what happened at the Holocaust. Um, and it says, warn the Jews real big on the front of the magazine. And we're taking a stack of them over there so they can be distributed around the country. And so we are excited about what God is doing, not just here in Plano, Texas, in the Dallas area, not just in the United States, but around the world. There are so many people that are hungry for more of God. And we are blessed to be a part of what's happening in his kingdom, helping his kingdom come to this earth um, in every way that we possibly can. So continue to pray for us as we pursue our God-given purpose. You guys have always been so wonderful great partners and uh, our pra- the prayers that you send up for us are felt and it encourages us and we're so thankful to be paired up with you all out there that watch us regularly and even the new folks we're, we're, we're delighted to have you as well if you like the stickers if you want to know more about Warn the Jews you can go to warnthejews.com warnthejews.com very simple um, again we have open lines we're going to be taking your calls the number to join us is 877-END-TIME 877-363 Eight four six three. We're going to go to Louisiana. Angela is watching us there. Angela, welcome to the End Time Show. Um, yes, hello. I had a question. Um, I remember, I think it was like last week that uh, you and Doug were speaking on the. There was going to be a vote that took place of whether or not the United States would be under the World Health Organization uh, their guidelines if when the next pandemic was to hit that they would tell us what we could and couldn't do and i I just can't seem to find any information on that or any results well angela i'm not sure that we have uh the results yet uh i'm not sure that there's been any news on it i was actually looking for that and couldn't find anything on it of course you know one of the things they're trying to do is kind of sweep that under the rug right now too because they don't want Everybody kind of caught on to it last year when Biden tried to push this thing through and they had the vote and it was it was shut down when they we knew they were going to come back and try it again. And uh, I I couldn't find any results of that at this point. So I'm not sure that that's taken place yet. Uh, And if it has, they may be kind of keeping it hush hush to let us know anything about it right now. Yeah, but Doug, it was the um, if there is a health crisis. Mm -hmm. Uh, we we submit our sovereignty to follow what the World Health Organization right. is suggesting. That's what the topic was, and and yeah. it wasn't that um, like we didn't know when that was going to happen or even if it was, but it was up for vote. Yeah, like and we don't this, know if that vote occurred. This month is when it's supposed to happen, and I'm not sure that that's happened yet. It's it's called the Pandemic Treaty, is what it is the the WHO Pandemic Treaty. Uh, and so, like I said, I'm not sure that it's taken place yet. I'll have to check more on that, and okay. we'll have to report on that later. But I haven't been able to find any updated information on it so far. But Angela okay. can find more about it if she searches the, the WHO Pandemic, pandemic Treaty. Treaty. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Angela. Thank you so much Thank for y'all. your call. God bless you. We have more open lines at 877 time 877 We're going to go to New York. It's time for the Joe Show. Doug, you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, Joe, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, my brothers. You look marvelous as always. Thank you so much. How, how are you guys feeling? Feeling great, Joe. I'm excited right now. That's good. I, I'm Joe, my, my, my five-year-old asked me last night if, if Joe was going to call in today. So I said, <laughs> we'll have to see. So I'm glad you called. Your five-year-old? Yep. Listen, Joe, you got to know that his boys, 
Uh, how old is Shiloh? Shiloh's three. three. Five so, and three. So Brady's five, Shiloh's three, and they play the end time show every day while mm-hmm. we're on the air. They, they've got – his wife has sent us these cute pictures of them sitting at a desk, and they one of them is playing Vince and the other one's playing Doug Norvell. And, and they – My they, wife must play Joe every once in a while. I guess. <laughs> so they take calls and everything. So it's pretty exciting to see that they, they like to do that. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's great. That means that they're growing up good with with the right dad. Thank God. I'm trying, Joe. This morning, um, this morning it was something unusual because I pray for you guys all the time. You know that. Mm-hmm. But I had something on my heart to discuss about, you know, the the Mexican border and all that, and it, it really within my spirit, I it changed, and. Uh, You've heard me, I mean, my, my place in the body of Christ is to encourage people, no matter who they are. And I want to state this maybe more precisely, because I know we're under a, a time of great spiritual attack. And as human beings, we could have very doubtful thoughts about ourselves. And I want to greatly encourage everyone who is born into the household of God, who's hearing my voice, that everyone is important. And to be precise in letting everyone know, wherever you are, wherever you, whatever city you are in America, whatever state, to, to, to be diligent praying for our nation, but to pray about the local situations and to let everyone know our voices are important to our Papa. Our Papa created this whole thing, this whole shebang, to have a family. We are his family, as Paul wrote. He said, my life is hidden with Messiah Jesus in God. But we come under attack. Satan doesn't come around here too much anymore because he knows the the power and authority of the blood and covering of Messiah Jesus is spoken from my mouth without end. Hmm. So he doesn't... I have my physical problems that I have to fight, and, 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 and being that I did not choose the circumstances that I have to live with, but I have to live with them. Right now I'm in a tremendous amount of pain. I have to see another doctor this um, Saturday. I can barely walk. But so what? I am in the world. I am not of the world. Right. Nothing is going to dissuade me from loving the Messiah, Jesus, and to be speaking the truth in love to everyone I meet, regardless of my circumstances. And I want to encourage everyone, no matter what you're going through, the Lord loves you. There's a purpose. There's a purpose for everything. But Proverbs 3 says, trust in him and not our understanding there's a lot of things i don't understand but i will trust the messiah lord jesus with every breath i take till i leave this earth people will be hearing that and i want to let again and again and again let everyone know you are important you have a purpose use your prayers get involved with local governments and school boards you can make a difference your life is in christ and i love you guys i couldn't be more proud of any other human beings than the work that Irvin started that you're continuing it blesses me so much 
I'm only in touch with a couple of different ministries, but you guys are on the top of the hill, man. What your work is is so vitally important. Just keep doing it. Just please keep doing it. I love you guys, and I'll keep praying, and, and I appreciate greatly your prayers for me and my wife, Barbara. It's, it's, it's a difficult time. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult time, but that's okay. You know, you look throughout history what believers have gone through, men of God from all walks of life. You know, it's it's got to have a reason. I know God loves me. <laughs> the Lord has told me that he loves me, and nothing is better than that, man. Amen. Amen, Joe. Well, we appreciate your call always, and we are praying for you and Barbara, and we are calling for all the audience to pray for you and Barbara as well. So if you will join with us in prayer for Joe and Barbara, make sure you comment and let us know that you're praying for Joe and Barbara. I know they would appreciate it greatly. Always love hearing from Joe. Thank you so much again. Um, Doug, on this border crisis mm-hmm. um, and Joe's comments, what what are you thinking? Well, particularly here in in the United States, getting you know to the the second part of what we're talking about here, this situation is just one of those things, Vince, where we're watching more of government control happening here in the United States. And, and what they're trying to do is push the plans of the world government. So we, we know that our president is very much a one-world government believer. He's at all the WEF uh, meetings that they have. He's uh, very much on board with everything that um, Obama, President Obama was even part of and they were they were both pushing these same things he's he's not a friend to israel we found out a couple of weeks ago that uh his administration was actually helping fund some of the riots that were going on that were anti-government there in israel mm-hmm. uh that he was actually helping fund those and so he's not really a friend to israel but he's not really a friend to the united states either vince when we're looking at these things like he's wanting to uh to end this title 42 which Basically, what this thing would do is it gives uh, authority to uh, our Border Patrol and our agents there to be able to take uh, people that are coming over illegal and turn around and arrest them and take them back, send them back. Uh, and, and this is going to end uh, today or Friday, I guess, is when it actually ends. But it's going to end and it's going to bring uh, the ability for all of these illegal people to push back into the country without being uh, vetted and going through the process. And like we say many times, we're not against immigration. I mean, that's what this country was built on, uh, was immigrants coming over here, but they came over legally, and that's what we want. We don't want undocumented cases like this because we don't even know who's coming in our country. We could have terrorist cells all over this country already, and we know that one of the things we keep hearing from Iran is they want to take this country down. Well, who knows what uh, terrorists from Iran are here right now. And so it's we're kind of seeing these things begin to happen, but it all goes back, like I said before, it all goes back to that government control. They want to open these borders up. They want to change the demographic of this country. Uh, they want to take away our sovereignty and our nationalism. Well, we have good news, Doug. Yeah. The Bible talks about America mm-hmm. and this border situation. And hopefully on the other side of this break and some callers were able to infuse hope into people's life and help them get a uh, good look at what the Bible says is coming. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. 
and it was like. Hey. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. I want to remind you again that Understanding the End Time 14 DVD series is now available for pre-order. Additionally, the book is available for pre-order. You can go pre-order the book right now for a limited time for a donation of any amount. That means if it's $20, you can do it. If it's $50, you can do it. If the Lord tells you to give $750, it's there for you to do. So go to endtime.com slash ABC, pre-order the book today. If you pre-order the DVDs, you're going to get over $350 in bonus items. And again, that's only available for a limited time. These products ship in June. So do that today if you want to participate in all of the bonus items that are available there. All right, we will be getting to the calls again. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to Texas now. Gwen is watching there. Gwen, welcome to the End Time Show. Yes. Um, hi. I want. I have a question about something that I heard the other day on the radio. And they were talking about the peace, peace prosperity plan that Trump signed January 28, 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know? Okay, and I wanted to know if that they were saying that was a bad thing that you know Christians kind of turned against Trump whenever he did that. Did they give a reason why they were saying that? I got a pretty good idea of why they might have said it, but did they give a reason on air when they were talking about it? No, not really. And then he was saying that he they believe this person that was saying this said that he believed that. Um, Natural a natural disaster happened after that, like forty five minutes after that, and then that um, COVID came, you know, got worse after mm. that. Yeah. So I had never heard that. I was just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Well, I mean, the the peace and prosperity deal. That's actually the Abraham Accords, is what that is. So that's the peace agreement that he he put forth, and he had some Arab nations come on and sign on to that. So. Uh, it's it's still in existence today, and it helps everybody there. It's why it's called peace and prosperity. They were actually trading a peace agreement with Israel where these Arab countries uh, were like making a normalization status with Israel, where they're going to trade with Israel, where they're going to uh, share uh, technology with each other, where they're going to allow tourism in their countries from uh, Jewish people and things like that. So opening up the... Uh, 
you know, the ability to trade and to have fair trade with Israel and treat them as a, a nation with respect and, you know, that they respect that they exist as a nation. So that's basically what that's about. It's the Abraham Accords. Uh, okay. One of the reasons why they might have been saying that Christians were upset with Trump over it is because of the fact that he left it up to uh, Israel and the Palestinians as far as if they were going to create a, stu- a two-state solution uh, where they would give Palest- uh, Palestine their own state. And that's one of the things that's been on the table for a long time. That wasn't Trump that initiated that. What Trump said in his plan was he was going to leave that up to them. He wasn't going to force a two-state solution on anybody. He was going to let the two parties decide that for each other, and then he would be okay with whatever they decided. So okay. that's mm-hmm. that's well, part of it. That's what I thought. I mean, I was going to ask that next about the two-state solution, because mm-hmm. somebody else brought up to me, well, you know, Netanyahu was on board with what Trump was doing. So, you know, any and I trust Netanyahu to make the right decisions, too. So I didn't know if I know that in the Bible, you know, it talks about the land. And so I thought that had to do with it. Yeah. But but see, also, Gwen, we see in Revelation or in Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew 24, we see that there will be a state created there in the West Bank that is going to be uh, the area of Judea, the Bible calls it. And that is going to be that state for the Palestinian people. But the agreement is that if they create this state for the Palestinian people, that the uh, the settlers from Israel that are in those areas can remain there, but they remain there under Palestinian authority. So that is something that's been talked about uh, for a long time. But we know in the Bible, it tells us in Matthew twenty four fifteen that when you see the abomination of desolation happen as spoken of by the prophet Daniel, let those who be in Judea flee because there will be great tribulation. So that's how we've always understood there would be a two-state solution. Even before they started talking about this, Pastor Baxter understood from that scripture there would be a two-state solution and that eventually they want half of Jerusalem, but Israel will not give up Jerusalem. Uh, they're going to hold on to that all the way up until the Battle of Armageddon because in Zechariah 14 it tells us that they control Jerusalem all the way up to that battle and then they lose half of the city. So that's what the battle will actually be about. So all these things are very prophetic, what are in uh, that solution there. It talks about everybody being able to go on that Temple Mount and worship with respect to other religions and things like that. All that is in that plan, and that's why we looked very closely at that plan. But the one key factor that wasn't there is the Palestinians did not come and sign with the Israelis in a peace agreement there. That's what we're waiting for. So until that happens, we won't be in that final seven-year period. Okay. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for your call, Gwen. We're going to go to Tennessee now. John is watching there. John, welcome to the End Time Show. Good afternoon to the two of you. Hey, John. Hey, John. I'm hoping my voice holds out for this, and I'm going to give it a try. All right. I take it, Doug, that you're all ready for your trip to the Middle East. (laughs) I've been packed for about a week now, John. (laughs) You got the biggest Stetson hat you can get as a sunshade. (laughs) You know, if I didn't have to try to keep that in good shape to get there, my Stetson would be going with me, I guarantee it. But, (laughs) no, sir, I I got a jungle hat with me or a desert hat with me. Well, at least you went to Lucasia and had a special set of sandwich, (laughs) Mandra. Right. Yes, sir. (laughs) 
been checking around, trying to find information in the world about the individual uh, violence problems that may be going on in other countries similar to the United States. Mass shootings and, you know, people driving through crowds with their car just to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to find out most other countries because they don't have a free press. Right. So trying to get individual citizens to report on websites or whatever is tough. But I think I've been looking at that as probably one of the best indicators as to the progression toward the Sixth Trumpet War. Mm-hmm. Because I think God will use that war to get rid of a lot of this violence and that will force a peace at least peace agreements upon the earth and his plan can move forward without a lot of this individual going crazy and just shooting people but uh, that's basically what I want to get out there is I think people should keep track of this because Mm -hmm. scripture says that the times of the end will be like the times of Noah and of Lot. Yes, sir. So we definitely flooded the world with the times of Lot. Yes, sir. And, and you... if we can... Go ahead, I'm sorry. In fact, we cannot stop the people who are going to go wild and try to recreate the times of Noah, mm-hmm. which were full of individual destruction and warlords and gangs people just doing what they wanted to. Absolutely. So I think that's probably a good indicator of the momentum being carried forward for that war. Well, I I agree with you completely because, you know, in Matthew 24, I was just talking a while ago about what it says in 15 through uh, 21 there, but in earlier in that scripture, it says that because iniquity shall abound, the love yes. of many shall wax cold. And I believe that's where we are right now. The, the things that I you're talking about... Right. Iniquity is abounding like crazy. But Scripture tells us that those who endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And uh, it also tells us in that Scripture what we're to be doing because it says this gospel, the kingdom, shall be preached into all the world as a witness to all nations and then the end shall come. And so it's letting us know, I I believe you're correct, and when that war does happen, that's going to usher in that peace agreement, I believe, and also that Antichrist person will be ushered in around that time too because we're going to see the world scream out finally look this has got to stop and about that time the european union will try to coalesce into a world government core Mm -hmm. and it'll take two or three years for the antichrist to raise his power up to be in charge in the middle of it absolutely agree with you yes sir and meanwhile people remember it says that uh, the saints will be strong and will do exploits. That's right. And that's us. We've got to be strong and do those exploits. Amen. And that's everything will work to the good of those who love the Lord. Amen. Be not afraid. Go forward and do. That's great words. (laughs) Yes, sir. Wonderful to talk to you, John. Thank you for calling.
Hey, John is a regular, Doug, as you yes, know. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. So um, if you've been listening for any amount of time, you realize that that's John that called in and prayed about the surgery that he had on his throat. Mm -hmm. And so um, as you can hear, he is, he's gotten a lot better, but he's still coming out of that. So join with us and uh, pray for John. Comment that you are going to join us. I j just pray for John. It's that simple, Doug. Mm -hmm. And uh, be sure you do that. Now we're going to go to Jim. From Florida, Jim, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. We've got about a minute here. We're, we're squeezing uh, you in. Okay, I just got a praise report, actually, then. I just wanted to tell you I was at Walmart yesterday in Cape Coral, Florida, and I got to speaking to some people about the Lord, and, and I was uh, sitting there and talking to this girl, Sangelina, and she was raised in a Mormon household and said she was tortured in that. And then a guy was looking at me that was stocking shelves there. Uh, his name was Leo, and Leo's probably listening. Leo, I want you to be able to call in and give a praise report because I spoke to him about the End Time show. Told him, he goes, I watch that all the time. Can you imagine how small <laughs> the world is? Right. And he's he's so excited. And I said, I said, have you ever heard of Jim in the truck? He goes, and I said, I'm Jim in the truck. He goes, you're Jim in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, I said, "Hey, Leo, you mind?" It was almost like Acts nineteen. I called that the litmus test, the Holy Ghost litmus test. I said, "Leo, you mind if I pray for you right now?" In the middle of Walmart, I laid hands on him in Jesus' name, and he was feeling the power of God. He wants the Holy Ghost. So I'm telling you, that's a that's just amazing that we can get out there and end times out there. You guys are reaching people all over the world and in Cape Coral, Florida. But listen, God bless you. I just wanted to give you that real quick, and I love you guys. It was so sweet. To tell that guy, be able to reach out to him, okay? All right. You guys keep up the good work. I love you all in Jesus' name. Thank, Thank you, Jim. Jim. God bless you. Too, all right, Doug, we've got a minute left. How do you wrap the show up and encourage people? we trying to get to this hope part about America and the yeah. border and all that. Well, you know, I mean, just like we were talking about there with John from Tennessee, you know, I mean, we, we are in the times that the Lord tells us in Matthew 24. We've been there for a while, and we see things ramping up. But that scripture tells us, uh, that we have to endure. We got to be patient. We got to endure. We got to trust God, and and He's going to take care of us because our main goal here on earth is to go and spread the gospel to other people and bring people to the kingdom of God. I mean, that's what we're supposed to be doing. So when we talk about Matthew 6, where we say, Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, that's what that gospel is all about. So our hope is just keep doing what we're doing because if we're taking care of his business, he's taking care of us. Absolutely. Don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com and participate in the thousands of hours of content that's available for free there. Also go to endtime.com slash ABC to pre-order the new Understanding the End Time DVDs or book or both. Endtime.com slash ABC or call 800 end time today. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.